so wish everyone a very good evening in india and good morning good afternoon wherever you are in the world uh right now it's 11:30 at night in australia where i am right now and uh, i'll be speaking for about 20 minutes on the topic uh, that is my book brahmaputra the story of lachit barfukan assamese contemporary of chhatrapati shivaji first and foremost i would like to thank indic book club as also swarajya magazine for organizing hopefully you will uh, like this small uh, talk by me so essentially i will be talking for about 15 20 minutes and after which i'll open this chat for questions you can ask me questions in the comment section which and in case i am not able to answer them live then i'll definitely answer them later on in the comment section itself right so first question is uh, why assam it's the question that is most often asked and uh, as i mentioned in the preface to book also it was uh, the chance reading of an amar chitrakatha when i was leaving uh, eighth or ninth standard of and as i read that book i found that a lot of things were common uh, between maratha history and assamese history and especially the guerrilla tactics and their this is the kind of thing that inspired me uh, apart from that we saw as a lot of similarities a lot of common names that were there say ram singh aurangzeb dilair khan all these names are very find those names again cropping up in assamese history so this really perked up my interest as to what links were there between uh, these two faraway lands because these links were political historical and most importantly the links were in terms of what kind of values so that uh, inspiration that uh, topic of lachit balfukan and explore it even more deeply and come up with a book so i went about researching and senapati or commander in chief to about 1670 so this was a time period in which um, it began with you know mir jumla Managed to win a lot of forts, win a lot of territory, and annexed Guwahati also, along with it. And later on, it was decided by the Ahom dynasty. Ahom dynasty. 
defeated the to try to take back what they had lost to Lajit Balfukan and here of course uh, all of us have heard about the battle of Saraighat it is uh, the most famous battle to have been fought on the river in fact it is perhaps the only major battle to have been fought entirely on the river and selected uh, Guwahati as a place to fight the Mughals instead of fighting it anywhere else in Assam and I would like to now speak a few words about why this was a very good decision and how it showed Lachit Barfukan as somebody who was a great strategist who could actually not only fight war but also was very good in diplomacy field and like I said in uh, guerrilla warfare which Maharashtra. In fact, uh, the Assamese uh, word for it is the word in fact translates in English as war by deceit, which I think is a very good uh, way of putting guerrilla uh, warfare. So, and the reasons were that at Guwahati, this river is really and which is connecting to plains. So just like how mountain passes have become uh, almost central to many battles. We have the battle, uh, we have the Pawan Kind battle which was in the pass. We have various battles fought in the Khyber Pass. Uh, we have a very famous uh, battle between the Greeks and the Persians again which was immortalized in that movie called which is sort of a pass made of uh, water. So it narrowed down a lot and Blachit Barfukan aimed to trap the Mughals by making them suddenly narrow all their resources into a very small gap of just about one mile. But the either side of it, it is about uh, four to five miles. Also, uh, the flow of the when he planned that um, the flow of the water suddenly increased because of the narrowing and the Mughals were coming from downstream would have found apart from this uh, he had used many different kind of fortifications uh, something known as Panigar which involved putting embankments quickly from or even west to east and other um, improvements such as putting up quick um, outposts on the river which would enable weapons to be put on them and most importantly in comparison to the Mughals which gave them a lot more maneuverability so Lachit Barfukan as we can see 
had used the resources very well and planned it perfectly to ensure a great victory and this is what i have tried to cover in my book right from the time of mir zumla to the battle of saraigarh people because um, he fought when he was on a sick bed would hardly walk and he showed a great quality of a leader that is in going and leading from the front so all these uh, qualities about uh, lachit barfukan i found very inspirational and i have tried to bring them out as much as possible not a history book as such i mean all the facts are there in place there no um, falsification of facts but uh, it has been put in a uh, dramatized manner by me so as to make it more and history a dry and boring subject so if it flows i believe uh, from one page to another it will be more interesting um reading and i must confess that uh, there are just not uh, books available outside of assam on this topic i found maybe two or three books outside assam the one was um, a british officer named gates history of assam uh, jadunath sarkar's history of aurangzeb touches on the topic uh, in a few chapters somewhere but not nothing in detail and uh, one book about assamese history which i found on the internet um, again written by a bengali author around 1940 so and uh, not only that but all the events which had taken place uh, during those times in the 1660s um, they have taken place around guwahati so i went there to not just do the research but also have a good grasp of uh, understanding as to what uh, exactly must have transpired uh, 300 400 years ago uh, we find it surprising as to how can a battle in anything else uh, maybe with the exception of the ganges and uh, so when i went there and i saw the brahmaputra for the first time uh, the river is actually just huge you cannot stand on one bank and see the other bank clearly and we are talking about the narrowest point here in guwahati and it is obviously far more it is a huge river actually in 1630 the 1640s one of these uh, mughal officers recorded that 35000 boats passed guwahati in just one month of ramzan which i think actually the river of life in assam and uh, so i went there i talked to people and another thing i noticed is that uh, the assamese people have the same kind of adulation for the 
it should be the other way around also. The I believe uh, a lot of these traditions which come down are also important apart from your normal uh, formal written history because I had gone to even just the um, Assam Bhavan in Uh, extremely happy about um, me writing this book. Same thing happened with um, the people at the museum in uh, Guwahati and a lot of other places where I have spoken about this. In fact, when I had gone there to Guwahati, uh, there is a place there called So, essentially it is a one-story school which has been built on top of a embankment. Rachid Barfukan and Atanbura Gohin, his Prime Minister, they had built a series of small, you know, bundle-like structures all around Guwahati, which would serve as its um, defense mechanism. And most of it is uh, washed away. But some just across the National Highway and it is uh, called Lachidgarh and a school on top of it called Lachidgarh High School. So uh, I went there, I spoke to the principal um, who was extremely glad again to know that um, I was writing. Uh, make this book a success. Uh, he told me that yes, this is an old structure and in fact once I walked on it, I realized that the land on either side was uh, somewhat uh, marshy land but dried out marshy land. So obviously there was water here at some point of time. When you walk around uh, Guwahati plus the uh, fort of Itakhuli which had to be conquered eventually by Ismail Siddiqui by scaling at night and pouring water into the cannons. as to how difficult it was to scale that fort at night because you have the river flowing on one side. Apart from this, thirdly, there is a big tank there, in fact, um, which is now a recreation spot, but to the Brahmaputra river and it had served as a dock where the boats would sail in and they would dock these boats, they would repair the boats and then again they would sail out to fight on the river. So we had to complete uh, defense uh, mechanisms. I have been walking in the footsteps of Lachit uh, Barfukan and ten or fifteen kilometers maximum from Guwahati. Another place to visit is Ajayatuti, which is across the bank, where again we have a good recollection of um, how So it was uh, it was an extremely good outing to Guwahati, and apart from just the places where the battles took place, I also found. Brahmaputra. In fact, a book called Tariqya Asham. 
I found it uh, at the Center for Antiquarian and Historical Studies and so such sources proved to be very very useful when I started writing Brahmaputra. How I went about uh, exploring the city and exploring all those spots and the Assamese uh, back in the 1660s. But there is how I was expecting, quite frankly, the book to do well one in the Northeast, that is Assam and other places, and to do well in Maharashtra because I would have access, obviously, to. will also perk up interest and in fact I'm extremely happy to note that the book has become popular not only in these two parts but just about everyone for taking interest in the book and appreciating the book obviously this appreciation will go a long way in encouraging me to write more books and better books as Uh, state in the country where at least one copy, one or two copies of so and although I have put uh, Chhatrapati Shivaji's name on the title, it is not for comparison. It is just for showing that similar events uh, were taking place in Maharashtra at the same time. It is for perking up people's interest. And it has actually done its work because a lot of people do tell me that they have read that purchase the book. That is what is uh, Chhatrapati Shivaji and Lachit Barfukan, uh, an Assamese uh, warrior. One of these two names on the same book. And so again, the, the book. Is on the that Brahmaputra has been now taken by a Bollywood production house uh, owned by Sri Sunil Bora, that is Bora Brothers Private Limited. Quite uh, soon. So that's how it has been, uh, the reasons why I wrote this book, how I went about it, and how the response has been so far. Right, so that ends my talk. Any questions anyone has? Please.
right uh, so writing history right so uh, history has been somewhat of a subject of interest for me right from the beginning right from in Maratha history and medieval Indian history really increased because um, these forts were associated with the lives of um, great people or very inspirational stories of Chhatrapati Shivaji and others. So these forts made me read that history and as I went uh, even further into the historical events um, it became more and more of a favorite topic. Trigger had been an Amar Chitrakatha which I had read uh, long back about Lachit Barfukan. And once I read more about uh, Maharashtra's history, more about Maratha history, and realized about guerrilla tactics and all these things as to and uh, the kind of um, morals that the Marathas were living on, I realized that there were parallels, at least as far as the reasons that the Ahoms were fighting for against the Mughals. So that made me research more about uh, Assamese history. Questions? Uh, yes, I'm planning to write my next book on Maratha War of uh, Independence, especially and Marani Tarabai. Uh, nothing been started on that as yet because I'm in Australia for my studies. And quite soon.
Uh, thanks a lot, Dimple. Yeah, about I think written uh, 11 articles so far. History, Assamese history, princely states. Yeah. So, like. Okay. And hopefully everyone has liked it. If you have any other questions, uh, feel free to ask them in the comment section. I'll definitely reply. And see you soon for uh, one more or few more, in fact, uh, FB live sessions. Once again, uh, thanks to Indic Book Club and for our book and uh, hope everyone likes the book too. Thank you and good night.